0: Hello, you're listening to Lucas Thinking Aloud. I'm Alan Partridge, and today's special guest is not Alan Partridge, but it's a guy who does a voice of Alan Partridge. And not too bad impersonation,
1: it's, it needs a, a, a bit more work, but it's pretty good in, in, in general sense. But, uh, Anyway, uh, it, it's uh, an interview with Chris Walker-Thompson, who's a, uh, a voice actor, who's, uh, he's all right, uh, does a lot of the things, and uh, Lucas very kindly invited him on, which uh, is a bit of charity, which I like. Um, anyway, uh, hope you enjoy this uh, episode. Hi, how's it going, man?
0: Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How are you?
1: Yeah, it's uh, I've I've not been too bad.
0: It's been, It's been a while. God, yeah, I can't remember the last uh
1: last time we met. It's
0: been a while since conventions, I think, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it must have been about twenty seventeen. I think like the first. I think the proper time we probably met. I think. Hmm. Mm, maybe. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, I remember it very well, because um, it was at the uh, Nova Hotel, I believe, um, outside of MCM. Oh, and you were yes. doing your Donald Trump impression. <laughs> well,
0: it was so great, so great at the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, can I just say, it's honestly amazing to have you on here, man. Um, oh, thank you. It, Pleasure to be I, here. Yeah, I mean, I've been following your work for, like, so long. I think, in fact, probably since like you very first started, I think like going back to like the early days of YouTube. Bloody hell, that's that's too,
0: what two thousand and seven sort of thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: C- Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I remember all those little fan films that you used to do and those little projects as well. Oh, oh God. You're yeah, one of
0: the, you're one of those viewers. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I
1: try to every
0: time I saw. Sort of... It gives me shivers now and again thinking about some of them. You should, but they, you know, they're always good fun. I, I, I look at the like the fan films they make today, and I go, "Yeah, huge, <laughs> <laughs> huge <You>, <laughs> jammy sods, you knew you you've got everything at your disposal. After effects, everything. We, we we just we just had
1: Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> <laughs> so, um obviously for people who don't necessarily know who you are because you just sort of introduce yourself and sort of explain like how people probably know you
0: um people know me
1: um my
0: name is chris, well it's chris walker thompson uh formerly it's christopher thompson um i've been uh sort of been on youtube for since you've said since it's probably two, since it began uh, before that, Google videos. uh do Doctor Who things, um, but mm. people probably know me better for doing Patrick Trump. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and and always coming up every time uh, in mentions whenever they announce a new second Doctor thing for Big Finish. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, we're still, we're still, yeah, that's that's still very much a thing. <laughs> Uh, it's
0: nice everyone else has got the hope. I, I've sort of
1: come to terms
0: with it might not happen. Uh, oh. I've come to terms with it probably won't happen, but it's nice that people keep hoping. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll still have my fingers and toes crossed for you, Chris. Don't mm, worry. Thank you. That's all right. Because <laughs> um, you also do a show as well, don't you, um, with uh, a couple of friends of yours. I think it's we. We Sound Familiar. Yes, yes,
0: we do uh um yeah, me uh Peter Walsh who well, to be honest we all knew each other from doing Doctor Who related voices. So Peter mm. Walsh was quite popular for his Christopher Eccleston impression. Uh and uh L Elliot Crossley uh does David Tennant and he's also a wonderful impressionist in other areas as well. And uh and um only in the sort of the last couple of years had uh, Jonathan Carly who's playing the War Doctor officially. Oh. Yeah, so uh it's we we knew each other with Dr Who. We well we don't just do doctor Who impressions. We do yeah, we yeah. do a nice little comedy set of uh it's basically just us rambling, doing impressions to each other and sort of just making each other laugh and others in the process. How
1: how how did this sort of come about then? Like was there like a particular moment where you all just met up and thought this would be a really good idea or did um, it sort of happen naturally?
0: Um I think we all knew each other through various circles. Like um, in the fan community, we always, you know, like I had, I, we, you're keenly aware of other impressionists. Not in a sort of like territorial <laughs> sense. Yeah. You go, you have a look and go, right? Well, you know, when uh, Jake Jacob Dudman did his eleventh Doctor all those years ago, and look, when that's got mm. him. You know, him, people, I was like, Do you know what? I'll just step back. You know, he's got the eleventh Doctor under his belt. Um, I won't touch that one um but uh no um so but there was a point um it was a fan audio that I did um it's probably one of my more popular ones uh if i think i still get comments on it and it was released in 2015 at christmas oh, okay. um, the 12th day and it was set around uh, my impression of, of Peter Capaldi <laughs> um, with uh with Patrick Troughton and uh we had Siobhan Galichon as uh, the first doctor um, and I was going to do Tenant for it. And um, I did have Pete Walsh involved to do Nine um, and so mm. on. But um, then just out of the blue beforehand, be- <laughs> I w- um, just before uh, I got a message from Elle uh, asking me, can you do uh, your Capaldi uh Crystal D, he was a good friend of both of ours, uh, recommended me, so I ended up doing it for him. And he said, "That's brilliant, mate. If there's anything else I could do for you," I said, "Well, funny you should say that. <laughs> I, I have I've got a space for the tenth Doctor, which, uh, if you don't mind." And uh, so he just did that, and just like that, he was in in the production, and uh, that sort of took off and uh, quite massively. And it's still, I think, it's one of my most listened to or most watched videos on my channel. I still get wow. comments for it. Yeah, I got a, a notification today people finding it for the first oh time
1: God.
0: yeah um we didn't i didn't really know jonathan carly properly uh but that sort of came we knew of each other and then when i did a trout and audio I, I asked him if he'd be interested in doing it um doing one of them because he was a, a doctor tripod on youtube for quite many years oh, okay. um and uh then uh yeah and then we just uh, sort of collaborated that way uh, he joined We Sound Familiar because we just wanted to, because uh, I think Pete sent requests request because he'd just worked with him and uh, he just fit in really well. But we just, yeah, we did. But through that, we all we all did these uh, comedy events uh, and then decided, you know what, let's, let's form a group here. Let's call ourselves We Sound Familiar and just have a have a good laugh. And we have did a few conventions, comedy sets and things like that and thought, let's do, do a podcast. It'd be quite fun. And uh, we'll add some sketches in there and just uh, chat.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've actually tuned in to quite a few of those, and they mm. have been honestly so <laughs> fun to listen to. Um, and you can definitely tell the chemistry as well between between all of you, um, mm. especially on like the sh- the stage stuff as well. Even though I unfortunately didn't get to see any of them, and mm. um, just seeing videos of them, it just you can just tell that you all were having so much fun. And the audience was just loving it as well. From at least from what I could see, anyway.
0: Yeah, I think we all have our own. I think we all have our own strengths, and they all play quite well as well. Like uh, mm. Pete is very much. Uh, he's got a background in sort of stand up and things, so he's got that natural ability with the, with the crowd. I've wanted to do stand up, but always been quite shy to do it. Uh, through we sound familiar, I've found a way of doing it, okay. uh, particularly particularly with. Um, uh, although I don't memorise it as such, because we, we we do it like uh, we sort of took the inspiration from Dead Ringers, um, yeah. Um, how they record and how they record those comedy radio shows is they do have the stands, the actors stand in front of the microphone holding the script and just deliver it to the to yeah. the uh, to the crowd. Um, so, but I but there's a bit that I quite like, and I suppose it's like the closest to my stand-up routine attempt really, and that is is a disgruntled uh, Doctor Who fan. <laughs> who uh who reads it and it's a letter reading from this disgruntled doctor who fan um and uh they've gone down quite well uh quite a good treat with a lot of people sort of uh, things like i don't he says i don't hate He goes, i'm not sexist i don't uh it's not that i the doctor i i don't <laughs> like jodie whittaker because she's a woman i just wish she were born a man that's right. <laughs> that, you, you know those sort of stupid think stupid comments you'd get and uh yeah, um, no, we had good fun with that, and um, I mean, Anel is just a beacon of energy unmatched by anything, mm. so you know, i I'm, I'm, I'm I could perform to a crowd, but I, I couldn't have done it without those two, so we work, we all work, and then John as well, who's recently joined, we just all work together in a really good way.
1: Wow, I mean, to be to be fair, I think you could like obviously when things clear up a bit i, I can imagine mm. that there's so much you can do now because there's so many angry doctor who fans at the moment <laughs> so i feel like the the material must literally just be like in your head right now just waiting to get put out there oh, yeah well there's always something that i just always I, it's such a
0: bizarre world at the moment it's <laughs> yeah i even it, it you know, for a bunch of fans, they really do put you off, don't they? i, I can, oh, yeah. I, I, I've not really enjoyed the last uh, couple of years of, at least of uh Oh do right, Who. neither have I, trust me. Mm. Um not just because it's I just think it's poorly written and executed, really. Um mm. which I think is a huge shame. And uh well that's a debate, that's like something for another time. The um but I and I so I can sort of see where some people are unhappy with the show, but I also Find that anyone who's it gets to a point that you find anyone who's overly positive about the last two years put me off more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, goes, Have I i I've become the very people I laughed at. Um, oh, <laughs> no, no, I just feel I've got principles. Um, the, <laughs> um, but I find it's it's just such a bizarre, toxic thing. It's like every day is some kind of war. Mm. Uh, whether it's uh you know i won't get into, into specifics of them but it's uh they found there's always something uh that's going to annoy people either in the past or something present or or what and it's mm. just and it's just gonna cause upset so it's a really it is um quite a negative atmosphere but then you get nice little things like um, you get the odds, very. you get some very good positive things that come out of it, you know, like during the time where people still were negative, they decided mm. to do the Doctor Who watch-alongs during the lockdowns, which I thought yeah, was a exactly. great idea. So, you know, you've got a lot of positive stuff there, but it's just overshadowed by the amount of negative <laughs> <people>. <laughs> It sort of looks, It's like a tantrum in child, uh, tantrum in children, you know, sort of fighting mm. over the, over their toy, going, this is how you play with it. No, that's, how, that's not how you play with it. And it gets to the point, that, I, maybe because I've become, a, I've been a parent for five months, it would be a case of, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, my thought is, well, take the bloody thing away then. <laughs> Let's just take Doctor Who off the air. You obviously, you guys. You've both behaved terribly. I don't want you to fight over it. Just, just, just <laughs> get rid of it altogether and let everyone cry. Oh, there's yeah, but it's, uh, yeah. As you, as you rightly say, uh, with uh, there's a lot of material there. I mean, one of my favourite oh, things yeah. we did for We Sound Familiar was uh, <laughs> uh, me reporting in a war zone, uh, which was this, which is which is, which is basically called Twitter and it was oh, like you got more oh. sounds in the back and me like as a war correspondent goes as you can tell it's quite hectic here oh my god <laughs> like that sort of thing and i've I've wanted to do more of them but it's just but then every day, like day I've, I've had one joke and then something else went up right you know some outrage would then be caused by something else and then i go mm. right, i'm out of date now it's so hard to keep up with the outrage <laughs>
1: Well, I'll look forward to it, nonetheless. Um, thank you. When, whenever it does come out, because <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be very interesting. Um, yeah. And of course, um, you also do a bit of Alan Partridge impression as well. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, um, which is brilliant, by the
0: way. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, I have often been compared to Steve Coogan,
1: but uh, I, I kind of disagree. <laughs> um so is it is it hard doing these voices cuz obviously does it what what's the process for like each voice that you have to do like is there like a particular do you have to like continuously do it in your head or is it um
0: i tend to find most of the voices i do uh with exceptions like uh Patrick trout and i tend to i actually took the time to practice it again and again and mm. uh, work on it over over years um, and there's always something new I learned from it. So, um, there's that, but other voices tend to come to me almost subconsciously, um, without me sort of realizing it. If I'm watching a series or something, um, before you know it, I've picked up either an accent or the voice. Um, and it just, it just sticks in, in my head. Mm. And usually I'll just go, and, like me, me and my fiance, Liz, we've been, um, we were watching the Sopranos. Um, and, uh, <laughs> And uh, after a point, he ended up like I was just doing because we would just talk throughout the program. Eventually, and uh, I just end up making jokes like of, a, of Tony Soprano talking like this, you know, <laughs> like that, uh, and just coming out with these voices I've, I've never really done before. And you uh, just and they just come out like that. And then I'll go and then I'll either hear, oh, yeah, not bad. I'm going to keep at it. Um, and uh, some of the voices it's just. The, 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 it's like a catalogue, but it's just it's, its like you have to root round in your head to mm. find that, and then just give it a try. And if it doesn't work, then you just, uh, then you know, sometimes, sometimes you hit gold, sometimes you don't. It's quite amusing. Yeah. It annoys me sometimes because I can get—I can hear the voice in my head, and I can do like the mannerism of it, but I can't actually do the actual voice, so I will end up giving up on it or something like that. Oh. But you can—I but I can hear it in the in my head and go,
1: can't get it, can't get it, but one day I might do. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie your fam your family life like your house just sounds great like i can just have this weird vision of you just watching something or just randomly mm. coming out with all these voices like just out of nowhere <laughs> <Are> they... yeah <laughs> like yeah. do you ever use them to like entertain like your 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 son like do you ever <laughs> oh
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I do various voices in fact um <laughs> They're usually the ones that only only Liz will appreciate, and that's um, because William's too young to understand. <laughs> Recognize, you know. I'm expecting William to go. That's a cutting edge, Alan Part. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but there was like no. We were like after watching because we watched um, uh, Scarface the uh, the other week, and oh, okay. um, I and <laughs> not with William there, which is me and Liz. No, no, no. Of but course, I not. end up I end up talking to William. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> don't mind if I cut that out, my friend. What the what the hell? You know, and just ended up sort of just saying that to you. I give you the, I give you milk. You don't like the milk. I will give you a hug. You don't like the hug. What do you want? You know that sort of thing, and just sort of in mean, uh, you know, Al Pacino esque voices. Um, but he then he just smiles at me. <laughs> oh god. Uh, well, goes, I guess no, that's I, all he can do. Yeah, it? he goes. Right overhead, you know, and uh, that's just random. I play video games, and I end up coming up with uh, doing like yeah. Uh, Cos he's he watches me play the PlayStation, so yeah. Uh, I I thought okay, I'll choose a game that's not quite so bloody for him uh, to watch, and I chose Spyro the Dragon and uh, the remastered thing. So I'm playing that, and I was just <laughs> saying for some reason just decided to do just like talk aloud, and, and I'm playing and go. Um, Spyro the Dragon. So, <laughs> Hang on, <clears throat> Spyro the Dragon, played by Jason Statham, and then suddenly we go. So, Sparks, at the end of the day, we've got to go get these dragon eggs back. You know that sort of thing, <laughs> and uh, and uh, just just Liz, I think Liz either laughs or she's used to it and just gets on with it. <laughs> um, and so- I, I imagine William will too.
1: So, how did that sort of come about in the relationship? Like, was there a moment when you felt like, ah, here's the thing: um, I do impressions. Like, because <laughs> I, I don't even know how you would even bring that up into a you, conversation. You, you, uh,
0: yeah, it makes it an awkward part, awkward uh, dinner date when you come out and say, "By the way, I talk in random voices." But <laughs> uh, <no, laughs> trust me, I'm not insane. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, uh she knew she knew from the off actually i think i i'd mentioned i was a i do voice acting work so i do different voices and impressions and things and uh over the over the past uh, year or so we've just you know she's got used to <laughs> um <laughs> uh, so uh and uh, some of them she like she'll laugh at and enjoy the other ones got uh yeah she mostly is just pleased with the voices i do um oh, that's like yeah yeah but she's but she's um yeah, no, but she, she was aware I did voices, but I, just, I don't think she realised at the time how many I'd come out with. <laughs> but it's a bit late now. Uh, she, oh, has, well, yeah. she she has to live with, with
1: me and all thousands of them. <laughs> I mean, I can sort of imagine, like, there must be those sort of situations where it's like, am I talking to Chris or am I talking to Alan Partridge? Like, <laughs> It's... Uh...
0: There are there are, t- are times where I'm like I'm saying something and then suddenly I'll just go I'll st- I'll just stop talking like uh, like uh, Steve Coogan. <laughs> uh, I'll just, oh, I better go put this in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> just little things that just come out like that and then uh, yeah just just so ranting so, I'm just like I'm uh, like sort of Robin Williams sort of uh, level of insanity when it comes to voices.
1: Mm and um so obviously when it comes to like your personal life as well like, mm. do you do you, how do like other people feel about it because obviously do you go to like family parties and then are they aware of it or is it more like a down low um, sort of thing
0: um my 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 family are aware i do all these things uh they don't ask me to perform like a performing monkey really uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's, which, that's which, which, which is nice um my dad doesn't my dad always tried to do impressions as I was growing up and there was some that he could do some he couldn't do what they weren't brilliant he there wasn't many in his repertoire but he uh so he was always envious when I did them um but uh and now and again it, it depends I'll just if I'm if I'm telling a story or something then I'll put on the voice or something that I'm of who I'm talking to or or so on and uh you know, you'll mm. be you'll be like that. Um, but no, I don't think they've they generally they said that. So you've been doing audio books, have you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like that, really. It's yeah, not, it's never quite been intimidating in regards to the voices over there.
1: Mm. So. I mean, I'd I'd definitely say you've certainly come like a long way from where you very first started out.
0: Oh, God,
1: yeah, because um, yeah, um, one of my particular favourite projects that you did was um, the words of woodman. <laughs> um that you did. Like that that show just cracked me up so much, like oh, as it was airing. Thank you. I i loved that. Uh
0: it's still online somewhere actually. Uh it's on um I think it's Time Tunnel Media this page. Uh we have reloaded oh, yeah. them all. Um but yeah, no, it's no, that was a really great series to do. We I was really but one of my proudest things. I Ooh. just thought it just I just found it funny as we did it. Uh Always talk to him, Benji. Uh, Benji Clifford, um, yeah. who co-wrote it, all about it. Um, and uh, we've sort of, he's always uh, every now and again. We always dart back the idea to each other of uh, do we, do, do we, should we do another one or something like that. Well, yeah. we, but then before you know, life gets in the way. But yeah, no, it is one of my favourite things we've ever done. I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those characters as well. Like in a weird sort of way, you can really relate to. Um, mm. there's there's that relatability um to that character. And you really feel for the guy as well. And you're just like, oh mm. no. Oh, it's it's great. It's just
0: I I just find uh Norman P. Woodman just such a fun character to play, that did this failed writer who, yeah. <laughs> who ends up living in university accommodation. Um, well, that's, <laughs> the, that's the that's the, well that's the benefit of uh Oh, it must be about that. Must be about nine years ago, nearly. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, that long ago! Blimey. Yeah, I was. A, I think I was at university at the time. Yeah, I was. No, I was at university, mm. so that was 2011. Oh, maybe 11 or 12. So we almost 10 years, I think.
1: Oh wow! Oh wow! You might yeah. you might have to do something for the 10 year anniversary. <laughs> well, I,
0: well, I thought I, the thought danced in my head if if we did do another one or something. It would make more sense because we, we're well. I wasn't. I was about twenty-one, twenty-two when we did it. Mm. <laughs> now I'm thirty. You know, it's uh, it might have a bit more believability. Okay, uh, to yeah, if that is a word. So people might believe it more. Uh, that's the one thing that's always great about <laughs> um, fan, about fan productions or things. If you're under the age of, uh, usually about twenty-five, mm. the audience can tell. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it's like watching sort of Bugsy Malone with the things us um, all playing adults I mean, I remember playing like doing police officer thing when I was, mm. when I was 19 um, so yeah now I'm now I'm, I'm 30 and some of my mates are um it might be more believable as a uh, failed writer <laughs> not some 20 year old guy with spots <laughs> oh,
1: I actually remember like probably one of my favorite scenes from from that show mm. was probably the scene with the telly. Where um, Benji's character wants to watch something to do with the patio of on the garden okay. program, and then <laughs> you want to watch, and you want to watch the bill, and the it's show like they just
0: brought back, which
1: yeah, funny enough, funny enough, is rumored
0: to be coming back. Yeah, well. I
1: know. So Norman's got his wish. <laughs> oh, but I, I, I literally just felt like so gutted, and it, it was just, it's like it was sad, but it was just done in such a funny way. Like, yeah. and I really like that. Cause I think you definitely, you guys definitely wrote the comedy really well in that, in that aspect, I think.
0: Yeah. We, we always, the thing we always tried for in Woodman was always like subtle humor, like that something, not necessarily a massive punchline, but something that was just, that would make you laugh if you saw someone do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like for, I mean, one of the, I mean, like we had uh, an episode where uh, Norman tries goes dating, and his idea of a date that he organises is a couple of sandwiches from the shop, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, a bottle of wine served in plastic cups, um, which uh, <laughs> sitting in a cold, uh, like outside. Uh, bench or something just purely because they wouldn't let him inside the canteen
1: (laughs) do so do you ever like watch your old stuff like are there times where you sort of look back at it and go oh god this is uh this this wasn't good (laughs) um
0: only in my nightmares um no uh (laughs) Every now and again, you get that shivering. Of, oh, did I do that? Um, no, I'm, it depends. It's sometimes, uh, very rarely, depends, I suppose it's overcome when like boredom or something, like I'm scrolling mm. through and I just want to check it out for, for a change. And uh, before you know it, I've binged a lot. Um, mm. It's like... Um, Sadly, just well, most of, I took most of the Doctor Who fan films offline, but I've got no yeah. issue, I've got no issue with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I could watch him, but I i had hate myself doing it. Uh, <laughs> um, but things like Woodman, well, I'd watch again. Uh, mm. Time Agent, I did. Um, oh, yeah, which, which I was a villain in their third season. Uh, that was that still was one insanely of... good. Oh, thank you. God, I was, eight, I was 18 or 19 at the time. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, such a long time ago, 11 years ago. Um, and uh, we... Uh, yeah, it, so I ended up, well, I, now and again, I'll just watch that because I just I thoroughly just mm. enjoyed the time. It, yeah, it, it depends. It's like when you go on YouTube and you suddenly just find one video and before you know it, you watch 20.
1: <laughs> that was around the time, I think, where, like, fan films were, like, slowly getting to its peak. Like it it was around that sort of time where there were still fan films, but they were sort of slightly better, if you get what I mean. Because obviously it was kind of moving away from the shaky camera stuff. It was kind of becoming a bit more professional and a bit more, oh, Mm. okay, this is actually really good for a fan production. It's, yeah,
0: it's the dawn of the DSLR age, isn't it? It's uh, with them because we, use that in woodman um the first one we did was filmed on whatever camera i, I use for fan films um but then my one of my, my mates who was in the campus just went i've got a lot of camera gear <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was cool so we ended up filming it filming in most of it which was nice uh oh, okay. so yeah and uh, it looked a lot better but yeah, that, yeah. That's, the th- that's the thing like uh yeah. So when I saw that people, I've never found the need because I don't film as much myself anymore. I have to, you know, if someone's filming anything, I usually I've got a friend who does it. So yeah. uh, I've never had the need to get a DSLR or such because I've just I thought, when am I going to use it? Am i going to do a vlog no. <laughs> Um i boring. I, I can tweet <laughs> what I'm doing and that'll, that'll cover it. <laughs> I, I envy people who do that they do, used to do like because about the time I remember like people doing monthly not even monthly it was like every day or every few days there'd be a vlog going up and I'm like yeah, who and same, same with some influencers now um, where, and I'm like how the hell have you got this much crap to talk about <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I must live a very boring life in comparison because some days just turn out the same I'm like, well I went yeah, to work yeah. today come home <laughs> yeah I feel that yeah um yeah no definitely with the dslr i think everyone's and also mm. the fact that all the editing stuff is so widely available and more people learn know oh, yeah. it but, um mm. there's stuff that's just so much easier to do there now than there wasn't back then and uh mm. not to say but then you know because i look at like the stuff that they make now and i just think that you jammy sots <laughs> yeah my daleks were animated on a very early version of blender and it they... oh
1: god uh... god yeah me, that that was quite some time ago yeah yeah <laughs> um do you ever get people like recognize you from like the doctor who fan films of like time agent and stuff or is it all just purely the impression stuff now or do you sort of like pray that no one remembers? You're sort of just like oh, I don't <laughs> want to be recognised for that. I
0: I, <laughs> I I can usually not be noticed. I'm. Not, I don't think I'm that popular as such enough to be. You know, like occasionally, like if I walk like a convention, I'll see yourself. You know, or yeah. you, you'll see me, um, and we'll be. You know, uh, and that's because i I'm, I'm sort of walking around that community, I suppose um but most of the time anywhere else i go I, there wouldn't be any any anything like that um i don't know if someone does bring up some things i will I'll, I'll either shiver for it but the uh, <laughs> but, yeah mostly i think it's mostly the impression stuff at the moment um it depends like um i never don't realize how much people actually watched um, mm. or, or why for that matter I, i'm quite aware the thing why have you watched it okay um but no, I've, I've I've never sort of let myself get to. I've never liked the feeling. Uh, I've known people who have acted like you know they're close to Jesus
1: uh, yeah.
0: after after like getting some bit of fame, and uh, I've always liked to keep myself grounded with it. Like. um So I've never expected it at all. And I'll go to like a convention or something. And then people will ask me for photos, which is the most strangest thing that I've had that I got ended up having to get slightly used to. But I never felt comfortable with it. And there was one (laughs) I remember once there was one guy and I feel bad because I think I must have come across a bit coldly. But it was just because I was awkward. Uh, And that was uh, this. I can't remember who he was. It was a young guy. (laughs) <laughs> uh he uh he just he, he said he was a big fan of my stuff and uh okay. so i said i said it's really nice you know nice to nice to meet you and such and then he brought up some things and i ended up sort of going oh not that crap or something i don't know mm. i think i came off I might have come off the wrong way i felt like i might have been p- partly rude and i I don't know who he is and i can't apologize to them but if they ever know i've who, if they recognize he guys yeah, I'm listening, you <laughs> bastard. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I, just, I, I just don't know how to how to react to it. Because um, I don't, mm. I don't think I. I look at what I've done, and I don't think in what I what I've done is that worthy of appreciation. I, I think that's just how I keep myself grounded, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, I admire your modesty, honestly, but. um yeah, I feel. I think. I just think people just really enjoy the stuff you, you do and produce. I think. I think it's amazing. Oh, like, thank you. You clearly put a lot of work and effort and time into the things that you've been doing throughout the years.
0: Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, well, we, we do. We have a good bit of fun, and they're usually things on a whim, as they always are, and we just make them for fun and put them out, and we just never respect uh, expect what the reaction will be. Uh, mm. When I did uh, Woodman, I didn't expect that blow up i didn't expect uh trout in any way to go go anywhere yeah. um um and so on it's just it's just so uh it's just a nice surprise and i think that's always the best way to be it's just mm. be nicely surprised by it or because uh, th- you shouldn't make things just to expect people to you know to like it as such you just do do what you think is fun and see what happens mm.
1: I mean, if you was to say to me, like going back like 10 years ago, obviously when you were still producing like mm. YouTube content, I, I would not think I'd be talking to you here right now. And <laughs> you would still be doing stuff because I'd be like, oh, I wonder what that guy Chris is, is up to. Like, you know, who used to do all that stuff? <laughs> Works in financial and... services now and uh, and mm. a and the, and the father.
0: <laughs> um yeah, I, I suppose. Because I've had several sort of moments where I thought, like when I was doing YouTube, I tried to... I, I didn't kind of feel like I was a YouTuber as such, just purely because I didn't put up enough content. I still don't think I do. Um, but then when I'd put something up and, and you know, and people mm. enjoy it and so on. But um, I just... I suppose I just never... I, I just... I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't... I just don't think much of it when i when i when i go and upload anything because I've, I've never thought i was cool. a youtuber and I, and I did think at the time when it did start to thing maybe maybe i do have a shot at this i'm not mm. sure but i wasn't quite sure but then i abandoned that and then eventually a few years later i come back to it uh come back to doing something else like woodman um yeah. and then and then eventually audio um which with the trout and stuff i think was like the next sort of thing so I never, I thought generally, I've had several failed attempts at things, <laughs> uh, but but they've all pushed me to where I am now. So I can't well, really yeah. call them
1: failures. I mean, you've everyone's sort of got to start somewhere, I think. Yeah, because I yeah. literally, funny enough, I literally had literally a very similar conversation on my last podcast because um, I had um, Daniel J. Patton on. Oh um, yeah. who you've, I believe, you've actually worked with before on time traveler like that online show. Yeah we had a little chat about that. Yeah that's right. That's that's another one. So yeah you you're even making appearances in other online stuff now. Oh my god. Sorry there's an ice cream van. That tends to happen.
0: (laughs) They always they always come the ice cream van always comes around after dinner doesn't it? mostly
1: when kids are asleep. sorry about that guys um Excellent. yeah as i was saying <laughs> 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 wow that's actually really thrown me off um yeah so um as i was saying like now you're doing other like fan projects and online stuff as well mm. as well as creating your own stuff and i really enjoyed your stuff in the time traveler as well by the way i thought oh, that was pretty really cool
0: yeah that was a that was a it's kind of chadwick's got this um I always find when I ever get the scripts and things for it, I've I'm never quite sure what it is I'm actually meant to do, but it's like we're, we're small pieces of a big, of a puzzle that only he can see. Mm. So, but, and and he would explain it to, I think uh, Joe Lidster, um, you know, the writer for big finishing things, uh, mm. TV. And uh, I think he wrote for Torchwood and uh, Sarah Jane adventures. Um, oh, okay. He was a, uh, got involved as well and did a bit of an act a bit of a role and we were talking about it and said it's just you know it's just perplexing and he's a you know joe's a very good writer and even he thought the connor knows what it seems to know <laughs> has this brilliantly thought out plan and he's oh here comes the ice cream van. it's <laughs> brilliant it's brilliant um yes it's brilliant sort of bible-like knowledge of where he's, where things are going and such that we just can't see and then we, we ask him and then he comes out with it and we're like hey eh? <laughs> yeah. but then when i then when i watch it back and i'm like watching it as it's completed i'm like okay you you mm. you genius
1: <laughs> mm. god yeah uh, quite tough as well like before it all sort of pieces together then once it does come around you're like oh okay
0: uh, You just because i go in i do my do my best in there as we all do but it's a case mm. of we're not quite sure what where, sometimes i'm not quite sure where it all fits in um into the plan uh and then once we get it see it, or when it's completion like that's yeah that's really good yeah. and even even when i'm sort of afterwards going i don't know if i did, did i perform correctly did i fit and uh Mm. and but then it does and uh, it just looks really really yeah it's really quite good mm.
1: and uh, obviously another thing like obviously around this sort of time like there's there's been quite a few like YouTube channels and stuff that obviously over the years are no sadly no longer with us like five fans for example mm. Um I know that went on for quite some time and I know you made a, an appearance here and there
0: Yes, um, yeah. For
1: that one. That that was a really good one. The Christmas <laughs> Carol one that you did. Oh
0: yeah. That was good. Uh, my look, my youngest brother, uh Adam, appears in it, and he's 19 now. Oh and my god, no yeah, way. And uh <laughs> as he was in school, he said everyone of his mates and everyone in school would find this video <laughs> and then quote him in it. Uh <laughs> And I said, I am so sorry,
1: but I don't have access to that uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you he's still nice. keep. Do you still keep in touch with like the GAN? Like, is that? Are you still in touch with any of them now?
0: Um, not as much as we used to. We have the odd occasional messages here and there. Like, uh, we we like each other's social media. Uh, oh. <laughs> that sort of that sort of thing. Um, I think it's just because everyone's all busy doing various different things. Um, While well, you know, Crystal D went on to do the fan show and now yeah. onto other areas of, of things. Um, uh, Billy, I think, is that uh, does quite a lot of things with Lego at the moment. Yeah, um, he has. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought he was just sad, but now he's actually got like a proper real thing going <laughs> I was like, I was like, yes, you get to play with Lego, you. <sighs> It's <laughs> I mean, me working in financial services, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I can't, I'm not sure what the others have. What's happened to the others? I think uh, David uh, McLaughlin hes uh, quite a bartender somewhere. Which, Ooh, to be fair, I've okay. been wanting. To be fair, I've wanted to go up and have <laughs> <get him serving. laughs> Uh He's quite good with cocktails, from what I hear.
1: Yeah, Ooh. I mean, yeah. you do—you do like a good drink, don't you? <laughs> I do like a good drink, yeah. Um, although, sadly, I
0: don't have options as much. Usually, it's now like uh, <laughs> uh, every now and again. Well, our pubs are open again. I've, I've only been back there twice. <laughs> oh. uh, but, yeah, no, I, I just, I, it's not necessarily the drink I like. It's that uh, I enjoy a drink with with friends and you know have yeah a good laugh it's the atmosphere and you have to have a drink in in the pub you can't just <laughs> oh yeah of course. You, you know and uh you just i just get swept up in that sort of atmosphere that's that's how the drinking is uh <laughs> it's not, not to fill any voids in my life <laughs>
1: yeah yeah no 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 <laughs> i mean yeah i i i remember a lot of your like drunk video vines that you did um, <laughs> i don't think you do them so much anymore but they they were they were a lot of fun. It's because I'm not up
0: late enough anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm in bed early now uh, these days. That's what happens when you get to thirty and you have a child. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the um yeah no, I sort of calmed down with that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, oh someone's outside that said hello. Um, yeah, the, I've always um. I just, just, yeah, I I just get, I get carried away and silly. I think it was because as I was, as I was single at the time, it was very much a case of, I don't care anymore. Let's just be stupid. (laughs) Uh, I used to go out with uh, friends to clubs and things, and we, Mm. they, and uh, they've got their partners, and uh, I hadn't. So I would just muck (laughs) around, I'd just be entertaining. Um, Like the club photographer would come around to take photos of every couple going. Oh, and, yeah. uh, So, out of my group of mates, they took photos of them. And then, after this, uh, I didn't have anyone, but uh, I asked, could you? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and this photo, there's a few uh, pu- uh, clubs and pubs I've been to where I'm on their like photography page on Facebook. It's just, <laughs> it's just me on my own, like one with an arm around no one. <laughs> 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 the sort of things I like, that, just having them
1: absolutely silly, really. Oh well, yeah, I mean sometimes you've just got to laugh it off, really. I think, like, mm. you, you, I think that's just like a way of living, you know, just humorize it, like because that that helps a lot of people, I think, and that's that's sort of the fascinating thing about comedy and humor, is that it's not just there to make people laugh. Like there's so much more to it and just. Mm getting a kick out of it like it generally makes people feel good and it's a distraction i'm sure yourself as well would probably agree for someone who works a lot around comedy as well
0: yeah i I always find you can make a joke out of it i mean even since uh being a parent i've made just several jokes about that um because if i didn't i'd cry um Mm. you know like um babies are quite hard work when they're born, um, mm. you know, constant crying, you lose sleep. And uh, then you just, I just feel like I, you know, every now and again, I'll just make, I just could not help but make a joke. And uh, you, you just have to, otherwise you're just not going to get through it all. Um, so it's a, it's a really good medicine just to help you cope with the stresses of life, I find. Mm.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I I just think it's just really fascinating like how comedy can just change a mood so quickly and mm. like how it generally just helps people so because I feel like a lot of people don't realize the difficulty in comedy as well because it's not just the fact of oh you you've just got to be funny like mm. a lot of work has to go into it and then you don't want to have like a you don't want to lose the crowd as well.
0: Yeah, um that is also about what people class as funny these days. It's, uh, yeah, it's also that you know, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those people who go on about your lefty walk, people will never laugh, uh, you know, <laughs> you know yeah, um. <laughs> But there are times where there are some subjects now which you just can't joke about. Um, yeah, which of course. I I even think it depends. Well, I I it depends on what the context is or what the mm. subject is because I find that you can make a joke out of it of nearly everything, but you but it's a case of it's it's not necessarily the It's it, it's sort of like the subject the subject itself isn't funny, but you can make a joke um, relating to it. Yeah. Um, like, um, you know, um, oh, I'm trying to think. It, it but it, even so, it's like people avoid anything with a key word in it. You know, that mm. sort of. It's not necessarily a joke about it, but it's a joke that just happens to use a key word in there. Um, and it's just you. You end up covering yourself. with I like, think I can't post that now. And yeah. it's not necessarily, and it's not in any way offensive in any sense. But you just don't know how people will respond to it. Um, I'd end up putting a lot of things that I go to put in drafts, so I end up deleting because I just can't I, I like go and type it and then delete it and go. Mm-hmm. Best, yeah, not maybe share, best not share <laughs> that one. It, it probably would be fine, but it's just mm. you know, so in this climate, especially with Doctor Who fans that everyone's throat over every comment, yeah. you know, uh you just you feel sort of you are like, Oh, that's gonna go down the wrong way. Uh I'll leave that then.
1: <laughs> so um obviously, we've sort of briefly spoke about it, but but what's your sort of take on modern comedy? Because obviously, comedy now is very different to what it was, say, like, 20 Mm. so years ago. In fact, even longer so than that. Because obviously, arguably, um, I know quite a few people who just feel like comedy has kind of lost its way. Um, When I say Mm. people, I mean mean my grandfather. Um, He likes to remind me a lot that Comedy just isn't what it was. It's like, oh, you know, yeah. I preferred the two Ronnie's and you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I suppose, I suppose that there's always we were never gonna have the days of uh, Morecambe and Wise back or things like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yes, no, or you know, or or any joke back, you know. But I think it's all down to it is down to different perspectives, although. I don't know who or why anyone would like Mrs. Brown's Boys. I I, I stick by that. Uh, yeah. I, I I stick by the, that as a that is not comedy. That's just ridiculous. Um, the but comedy is always subjective, so I always fine. so mm. you know I I depends how you are as a person. Like I'm I'm a bit of an old fashioned person in a way. Um, yeah but so I can enjoy quite a lot of old humor. Like there's a lot of Monty Python sketches that work and some that don't, but that might Mm. just be because I wasn't around at the time to appreciate them. You know, uh, there were the jokes, you know, or there were jokes in there that, or they just weren't funny. Um, but then someone else might find it funny. Um, Mm. like I think everyone seems to think, I think the office changed a lot of it because people, they then started to shift away from doing, uh you know like performances to a live audience um for a lot of things and decided to do this other sort of different type of humor uh which was more low key and uh and so on and uh that works for a lot of people i think it's also it is about sort of opening your mind to things because i didn't really fancy the office or the american office or anything like that for years and then when i gave it a go eventually you know i am warmed to it it's okay. uh, yeah, it's all different. The different types of humor in there, and things yeah. like like you just want, it, you just uh, I suppose it's just about keeping open. People like your grandfather or, or someone uh, they're setting, oh, yeah. they're, they're all setting their ways about what was funny at the time, mm. you know. And uh, so, but there, but I think you do have to sort of open up and say, actually, you know what, that's not too yeah. bad. I, th- I think comedy's still going. I just think it's just so diverse now in how much yeah. different type of comedy there is. <laughs> that there's something for everyone at the moment mm. so i'd say in a way it's actually improved in that sense but i would say but then you always will look at the old ones and go they were still brilliant
1: yeah, yeah. definitely um are there like particular favorite comedy shows or movies that you really like you go back on and really like like are there you what what are your go-to Comedy stuff that really inspire you to do other things.
0: Um, I've always.
1: Airplane is probably one of the best
0: comedies ever made, in my opinion. Uh, (laughs) Um, Monty Python, either Life of Brian or Holy Grail, they're both really good. Um, I'm a sucker. It depends, really, because for years I never really bothered with any. Because I used to like Adam Sandler uh, up until I think Click came out. Um, and then oh, I just okay. then I sort of wrote him off because I just found some of them were a bit stupid. <laughs> uh, and uh, but in but then recently we've been watching uh, Liz put them on and we've been watching them and uh, you know I just I just laughing out loud you know <laughs> you know because they are they they're stupid but but funny I suppose I just lightened up a bit. Mm. Um, so I, I, it depends. I, I tend to just find whenever I, it depends on the film. Some of them are just stupid, but I, as long as they just get me laughing, that that's all it needs. So there's quite a few in that in that field that that get me going.
1: Okay, but I would so, say actually, uh,
0: by a shot in the dark, I uh, will give a shout. A shot in the dark with Peter Sellers, uh, the the Inspector Clouseau okay. film, is still one of my favourites, and it's uh, a genius, genius bit of comedy. Oh, that's yeah. a good, a big inspiration that one.
1: I mean, I think for me personally, like I, I'm quite a massive fan when it comes to visual comedy. Mm-hmm. And I stand by and think that the Cornetto trilogy. Oh, is yeah. Yes. Yeah. On top of just one of the best visual comedy films mm. out there, I think. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. No, Edgar Wright knows how to do
0: visual comedy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, it's brilliant. Um, and he's doing horror with <laughs> this new one. Yeah, I know. So That's uh, very
1: exciting.
0: Mm, mm. No, I, do, um, I look forward to that.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed Baby Driver as well. That he did that that was very good. I'm I'm not sure if you got round to watching that one.
0: No, no, I've not seen that one yet. Uh, I sort of I when someone goes on when people go on about a really hyped up film at the time, I end up not seeing it. Oh, it's, really? It, it seems yeah, it's really strange. It's like um, whenever You're like, like nah. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Now, this is a film I'm really looking forward to, like, I don't know, Avengers Endgame or something like that. Yeah, uh, But then when it comes to things like, uh, <laughs> like everyone was talking about, have you seen Baby Driver? Have you seen Baby Driver? Then I'll In watch it, then, th- then I'll go, I'll never get around to it. And then some years later, I'll end up, no, oh, I should give it a go. And then I'll go, oh, I'm an idiot. I should have watched that at the time. I do believe it's actually on Netflix at the moment, I, f- I think. Yeah, it's on, a, it's, it's on my Sky package as well. So uh oh. I've got I've got to check that out. <laughs> well
1: yeah, now it's it's give give now that, that a little thing. whirl and mm. be like, oh this this was pretty good. So <laughs> mm-hmm. obviously, um another thing that I re- I just wanted to bring up was how do what was it like working with um John Colshaw? Oh brilliant. Um John is John is a absolutely
0: lovely man. Um he's Always, if you think I like, like, like I say, I do a lot of voices here and there, he does it all the time. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it would just, uh, but he, he's just always funny. He's also quite a humble guy as well, and just really supportive. Uh, he's called me up when he's seen like me post something on Twitter, like when I was having a bit of a downtime. He's just a really lovely oh. chap. Um, and um, it was his birthday the other day. I wished him a te- sent him a text. Uh <laughs> went to his his birthday actually he came to one of mine um which was oh wow Uh, i
1: I just love how casual this conversation is like oh it's it's brilliant
0: (laughs) i just i just feel i feel in awe um, because i remember watching it he was my inspiration to do impressions when i watched him when i was 13 uh so you know um and I i was in school doing impressions and um he and just watching Dead Ringers on the TV at the time. I was just like thoroughly, you know, uh inspired by him and um, followed his career. And it just then it just happened to be like he knew of my trout and stuff and was mm. following me without me knowing. Um and Oh wow. And uh it was uh, through uh, someone said you should you work with him, work with me. And uh and he said, Oh, I you know, I'd I'd love to do that. And then just went and uh then Ended up getting in touch, and then we met up and had a had a drink, and uh, yeah, we've been good friends since. It's really, really bizarre. <laughs> wow.
1: that's so surreal. Like I can imagine you kind of pinch yourself like a few times and think, "Oh mm. wow, this this is really happening."
0: No, oh, it's 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 always surreal. I always consider my life is very surreal. Like I, like I say, like I said earlier that I don't expect anything from you know what I've made or done or anything mm. like that. And so anything that's happened, like, you know, doing the audio with Big Finish, doing, uh, being, you know, uh, texting chums with John Cogshaw, or, or <laughs> uh, even just, you know, being engaged uh, to be married and also uh, a dad as well. They're all things mm. that I never dreamt would happen um, in a mm. sense. And, you know, it all feels very surreal that all this is happening. Um and I, I kind of like that. I, I yeah. it just, it just makes, it makes me appreciate it.
1: Well, I'm, I'm really pleased that uh, everything's worked out for you. Like, yeah, oh, thank you. I, I, I'm, yeah, I am. I'm really, I'm, I'm really pleased that everything worked out well. Because I know you did go through a bit of a downtime at, at one point, and you sort of lifted yourself back up again. And I think you've done so well. Um, oh, thank you the time and obviously seeing you evolve into the person you are now to like what you was maybe ten or so years ago
0: mm, it's been yes. it's
1: been a real joy to watch um, not as as a friend and as as an audience member as well oh,
0: thank you very much <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um,
1: so um, before I wrap this up um, I tend to do a few challenges towards the end oh, okay yeah yeah I'm I'm kind of trying to think of what I would like to do for you. Because um, quite recently, I've been doing this uh, scenario. Um, basically, the scenario is you've been kidnapped <laughs> and the character or of the main... ...is your saviour. However, what I might try and do for you is to describe that but possibly do the voice of this character that is saving you.
0: Right, okay. Uh, so the, the line went a bit funny there where you were saying most of that.
1: but uh, so Oh, sorry. I'll explain that. that again, sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Um, I said that... Okay. So, the scenario is you get kidnapped. Yep. And the last film or TV show is... The person who has to save you. Right. Okay. Is and the way I would like you to describe it possibly <laughs> is by using the voice of this person who is the savior.
0: Okay. Uh, right. Okay. Let me think. <laughs> Let me think. Um, so you have to describe it. Do you want what you you
1: got? To guess who it is or? oh yeah that's all right. uh, you can you can say who it is um as long as it like I just kind of want to just try and imagine the scenario if I've been saved
0: by this character that I've just seen okay <laughs> um let me think uh, but the last thing I've been watching is hunters on Amazon Prime <laughs> so uh, so it's a bit of alpacino. <laughs> but but as a as a duel <laughs> um,
1: I can't think. Of, I can't do the voice properly. <laughs> do 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 uh, you think um, he would be a good candidate if he was the get kids?
0: Um, in the show, he's quite vicious. <laughs> <laughs> the, Nazis, the Nazis, Jonah. We must kill the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Trying to think of other ones. I've been watching. Uh, I don't know I've been watching Family Guy a bit as well. So. I think Stewie Griffin might be uh, a better fit for this uh, <laughs> sort of task. Sort of burst in and take him out and say,
1: come on, Chris, it's time to get going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Wow, that's, that's that's so good. No.
0: Thank you. I, I did it a few times. <laughs> the problem is, after a little while, you can do it. It moulds quite well into Mr Burns sometimes. You, you he... start off as Stewie, And then you go into a Smithers sort of thing. Get release the hounds.
1: (laughs) Is there um, any advice that you could possibly give to someone who kind of wants to go for the sort of profession that you're going for when it comes to voice acting and impressions? Like, what what would you say to somebody who would want to try and get into that sort of thing?
0: Um. I was well. Mine has always been a basic. Uh, I've I've just enjoyed doing voices, and then when I started recording them and sort of just putting them out there, they weren't necessarily as I don't think they were very good at the time. But I but I put them out there, and people commented on them and said they were good, or hmm. they said that one needs work, uh, or some just said it was shit. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the, yeah, the other. but I'd um. I always find but then I'd always just keep keep doing the voices and keep carrying on doing the voices and and just keep going and going and just enjoy doing them and finding places to use them like uh you know I did the trout and one it was initially just a one off christmas drama uh that we did and it, it blew up and people said that was really good I listened back it's, I disagree with them uh but <laughs> but it was um you know it was just just don't give up on it just keep doing all the voices that you do um put them into a reel just you know mm. show what you can do even if they don't work out at the moment who's to say that's not going to work out later along the line because the more you keep working on them the more the voices you do at some point you'll be a voice that someone wants and uh then then they'll they'll hire you and that's that's the basis of uh the audiobook uh, audio game i think
1: Okay, that's, that's actually very good advice. Um, and I really hope people actually take on board on that, actually. Because I, I, I don't think I, I could put it better myself.
0: I'm still out at work, but uh, the advice still stands <laughs> yeah. uh, out. No, 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 I'm not out. Well, I've been fortunate. I've got a few audiobooks backed up for the considerable number of months. Uh, Ooh, which, exciting. Uh, which is nice, but it's uh, this came all after about a year of nothing throughout the lockdown so uh, yeah you know so i was like okay now i've got all this to do which is exciting but at the same time yeah. i was like i, I was like huh, i've gone from nothing to <laughs> done nothing zero to 100 in the space of a, <laughs> a
1: year so um just before you leave mm-hmm. um where can we find you through social media like could you just give us a few things that people can find you on like throughout the internet
0: uh, yeah, well, I do have my own website, which does have a link to all of them. Uh, ChrisWalkerThompson.com. Um, I am on Twitter as Chris uh, Chris Walker T, because they wouldn't let me fit any more letters in. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, typical, typical. Really, my name has always been quite long, and never really fit into some things. Like Christopher Thompson is just—it's just too long a name. How could I make this any better? I will add another word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Um, <laughs> And uh, imagine that being credited. You know that the, the, anyone who does titles on a TV show would struggle. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, or oh, oh, indeed, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on Instagram as well, Chris Walker Thompson, and also on Facebook as well.
1: Fantastic. And then, uh, of course, you can look at. Uh, we sound familiar as well. Oh yes, yeah. We sound familiar. Yeah. I believe that's got a Facebook page as well. I believe. Uh, it's got a Facebook and a Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah and where can we listen to that sorry
0: uh it's available on soundcloud also on uh, on itunes and i believe spotify as well
1: ah perfect um thank you very much uh chris for coming That's on right. it, thank it's, 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 me, it's been a joy yeah you're welcome it's it's been very nice to just go back through memory lane and
0: yeah, it felt like this is your life. I've, yeah. <laughs> I was that. I was like, I don't know what questions they're going to ask. Either you're well researched, or I believe you have actually watched me since I was a. Uh, yeah. 15. Of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right then. Thank you very much for coming on, and I, I hope to see you soon. Like once everything's all you, cleared yes. up.
0: Absolutely. Well, next convention, the next convention that opens, I think. Yes. see you later bye don't forget to follow the official Lucas Out Loud podcast on Twitter, Instagram and all listening platforms